The Folklore Scotland podcast proudly presents Campfire Tales, your fortnightly fireside story. Written and read by Graham Johncock. This story starts with a group of girls on Sky, on their way for a day's berry picking. They didn't just want any berries though, they wanted the best. And everybody knew that the best berries grew in the shadows of the black, cooling mountains. The race set off without a care in the world, laughing and joking, having a great time. But when they got to work, one of them wasn't bothered with laughing and joking anymore. She had a job to do, but she was going to do that job well. She had her head down, she was going further and further, higher and higher, without realising that she was leaving her friends behind. By the time she'd filled her basket and looked up, she wasn't in the shadows of the Coolins. She was in the mountains themselves. No idea where she was or how to get back. She started to wander around and look for a path when a thick fog rolled in. Her mind was racing with what to do. If she stumbled on, if she could fall off a cliff or down a gorge, but if she stayed where she was then, the things that lived in the mountains might get her. Wolves or giants or something even worse. Just when she thought things were bad enough, she saw a pair of eyes peering at her through the fog. No, not not a pair of eyes. Dozens of eyes. And noses, and ears, and... I was just a herd of deer. She was laughing with relief when one of the deer stepped forward and nodded at her. The girl stared blankly back because, well... It was a deer. She had this strong feeling it was beckoning her. Without many other options, she just set off through the mountains after these mysterious deer. They travelled for hours, up and down and round and round, and she was starting to wish she'd been rescued by a nicely saddled horse instead of a deer. Eventually, they arrived to the entrance of a hidden cave, deep, in the mountains. This wasn't exactly what the girl had been expecting. She followed the leading deer into the cave entrance and to her surprise, it wasn't empty. An old man and an old woman were sitting, like statues, on two chairs, staring deep into a pool of water. When I say they were old, I don't mean retired, I mean they looked thousands of years old, and they weren't moving. Maybe they were dead, or maybe they were just sleeping. The deer trotted up to the old lady and seemed like it whispered in her ear. She finally looked up and stared straight into the girl's eyes. There was something mesmerising about those eyes. The old woman shuffled over, the girl did the only thing she could think of. She offered up her 
basket of berries and asked if she could stay just just for a night in exchange for all of her bounty. The old woman, she shuffled back to the old man and whispered in his ear, and the girl just saw the faintest of nods. The woman smiled and finally spoke. No, you can't stay for the night. You can only stay for the year and the night, otherwise you can leave. It seemed a little like kidnapping, but the girl had this strong feeling deep down that this is just what she was meant to do. She had no idea what it was that this mysterious old couple did in this cave, but yeah, she was willing to learn. So the very next day, she helped the woman pick some special herbs around the mountains in the morning. In the afternoon, the herd of deer would come back to be milked. With the herbs in the fire, they mixed the milk in the bucket to make a kind of soft cheese called crowdy. Then it was time to pass that bucket over to the old man. He would stare into the pool of water, engrossed in whatever it was he saw. Then he would grab a lump of the cheese and he would work it in his hands, moulding it and shaping it. Now the girl was baffled. The old woman explained, these were dreams. That was the pool of life. This old couple were the dream makers. The girl watched with her mouth hanging open as the old man picked up his cheesy sculptures and he started to raise them above his head. One by one, birds swooped into the cave and grabbed a crowdy out of the offered hand before flying off again. Beautiful, majestic birds would grab the packages from the right hand. It was eagles and falcons and the like. Those were the pleasant dreams of love and adventures. Out of the left hand it was crows and ravens and those evil seagulls that steal chips from wee kids. And they were snatching nightmares of monsters and tragedies. The girl carried on with her work, learning more all the time. Every day it was the same. Every night the old man would make the dreams and every night the birds would carry them away. The sleeping people around the world would dream on, blissfully unaware. A year and a night passed and time came for the girl to leave. The old woman thanked her for the help and told her, the deer will take her back down through the Coolin Mountains. She hadn't worked all this time for nothing, though. Her reward would be waiting for her. She followed the herd of deer as it picked its way down tracks she'd never even seen before, all the way down until they reached the shore. This definitely wasn't the way back home, but on balance, at least she wasn't in the mountains anymore. So the girl, she thanked the deer she started to turn, walking back along the beach. But the deer nudged her. She turned to see what it was doing and the herd were all staring out to sea. A tiny little sail was bobbing away in the distance. She could barely make it out. Then that tiny little sail got bigger and bigger until she could just make out a small boat with a single man inside. 
He was a strapping young lad, wearing fine rich clothes and a heavy gold necklace around his neck. His long hair was flowing in the wind. He jumped out of the boat as soon as he beached. With tears in his eyes, he ran up to the girl. I can't believe I've found you. I've dreamed of you. Every night for a year and a night, and I followed those dreams to search for you. I know you don't know me, but I've fallen in love with you. If you'll have me, then you'll be a princess in my home. Eventually, you'll become a queen. The girl, she just knew, deep down, this was right. Just listening to him speak, she'd already fallen madly in love with the prince. Leaving behind a deer on that beach on Skye, she sailed away to her new home. She became their queen and she was loved, not just for her kindness and her wisdom, but because she could teach them the meanings of their dreams. Thank you for listening to the Folklore Scotland podcast. We'll be back every single week with new folklore content from stories to analysis. So stay tuned. Folklore Scotland is a charity founded to protect and preserve Scottish folklore through taking a multimedia approach to compiling and sharing folktales. Telling the tales of the past with the technology of today. If you would like to find out more about our charity, visit folklorescotland.com. And if you're keen to become a voluntary contributor or would like to get in touch, send us an email at info at folklorescotland.com. You can also find all of our social media links and a link to a written version of this week's story in the show notes. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.